of the Cover Zero podcast, the show where I cover the least in the best way possible. I'm your host, Jason Wells, and week five is wrapped up, and I think I'm going to say it, there's some parody in the NFL for the first time in a long time. Uh, Right now, I'd say there's only, I'll just say the teams, there's the Bills, the Eagles, the Chiefs, and there's a big drop-off, there's maybe... Five more teams, and then there's another huge drop-off. Everyone seemingly good or bad. No one really knows. We are week five. There are a lot of two and three, a lot of three and two teams. I guess that's why we have another 12, 13 weeks of the season to figure it out. But, uh, yeah, I guess we'll just get into the episode. Uh, this episode, as always, I'll recap the games from last week. And no guests today, just me going back to a old school show, I guess. Uh, I mean, I can't really say old school. This is going to be the 12th episode. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to recap that by myself. And then I'm going to end the episode with, uh, if you follow me on Instagram, I posted a tier ranking for all the NFL teams this year. Uh, You should be following my Instagram regardless. It's at cover underscore zero pod. Uh, But yeah, I posted a tier ranking at the start of the season where I thought teams would be. So I'm just going to redo that tier tier ranking live. Uh, Yeah, we'll see how it goes, but... I guess with that being said, let's get into the week recap. Okay, so as we always do, we'll start with the game that we just finished watching. Monday Night Football, Raiders 29, Kansas City 30. Uh, Apparently you can't tackle the quarterback anymore. Uh, Chris Jones sacked Derek Carr, stripped the fumble from him before they even hit the ground, uh, landed on top of him, and... That was ruled roughing the passer. Uh, Usually with that rule, it needs to be full body weight on him. I don't think it was. I don't even think it was close. Uh, The NFL is protecting quarterbacks now after the whole Tua thing. There's new protocols in place. Uh, I'm not liking it. There was another couple calls this weekend, which were also very iffy in my opinion. But we'll get into those. Other than that, Kansas City, Travis Kelsey, four touchdowns. He had a crazy game, even though he only had 25 yards. Four touchdowns is, I mean, I don't know who does that other than Travis Kelsey, if we're being honest. But uh, I looked up what his odds were for Offensive Player of the Year because he's now leading the league in touchdowns. So I'm like, okay, if you can keep doing that, and then he gets his regular amount of yards, which will just say 1,100. So if he leads the league in touchdowns, that's 1,100 yards. Let's see what his odds are. Plus 5,000. Um, I 100% bet that. I think he has a obviously an outside chance, but he's at seven touchdowns right now. If he gets 15 and has 1,100 yards, who knows? He has a chance. Uh, but goddamn, do the Chiefs need Harrison Butker back? Uh, their backup kicker who they had in, he hit a 58 or 59 yarder to end the half, and he also missed two easy layup kicks but 
they're missing their kicker. That's for damn sure. Uh, yeah. And then the Raiders, other side, uh, Derek Call, Carr throws a hell of a, or yeah, he throws a hell of a pass interference ball. Uh, he threw two passes to Devontae Adams in that first half. Both were, I mean, they weren't going to be completed regardless, even if there wasn't a defender. And that defender barely made contact. Uh, I didn't like either of those calls. Whatever. Uh, Josh Jacobs is having a resurgence to his career. I thought that he could be on his way out for the Raiders. I thought, I mean, they started him week one in preseason. Usually you don't do that with your starting running backs. And right now he's top five in the league in rushing. He is at three or four. I'm pretty sure. I know he's hundred percent top five. Uh, he's having a hell of a year. He's the reason that they were close in this game. Uh, to end this game though, Devonte Adams leading the field, obviously super frustrated with another loss. Uh, a cameraman ran in front of him, crossed his path, got too close. Apparently uh, Adams pushed him on the ground uh as this man should he stayed on the ground went to the hospital uh it's a non-life-threatening injury you know just being safe uh but yeah of course he's gonna try to sue adams for however much money and he would anyone would he did the right thing but yeah adams now might get suspended for a game he's definitely gonna get fined uh not looking good for the Raiders for next week, but hey, they played the Chiefs close. Let's see what they can do in their second matchup later on in the season. Uh, going all the way back to Thursday night football, this game fucking sucked. Indianapolis 12, Denver 9. This game ended in overtime. I'm just going to start it right now. Russell Wilson is a goddamn thief. Uh, he got a $245 million contract extension before he even played a game for the Broncos. Uh, I don't know how that happens. I don't know who in the front office made that call. They should be on the hot seat, if not fired. This is looking like one of the worst contracts in NFL history currently. Obviously, a lot can change. We're still really early into the year. He's still on a brand new team, but what the fuck? Oh, oh, also Russ now has a hurt shoulder. So, you know, that's why he's been playing bad, not everything else. It's now he has a hurt shoulder that's now here. Uh, lucky for us, we get uh, the Broncos again in prime time this week, and we get to see them in the London game in week eight. So we got two more Broncos games where that's the only game on TV. Yay. Uh, Colts. Colts are 500. That's great. They're in a shitty division. They still have a chance to win this division. Uh, they didn't have Jonathan Taylor on the day, so they they won. That's what matters. Uh, Stephon Gilmore is still Stephon Gilmore. He's a, still an elite corner. Uh, he had the game-winning interception. Uh, other than that, uh, oh, I need to go back because that end of the game, Russell Wilson had Super Bowl PTSD from that Malcolm Butler pick. Same play, KJ, KJ Hamler runs the slant, DB gets picked. Hamler, wide open, Russ didn't even look his way, didn't want to, whatever. Then, then they were on the goal line, didn't run it in. Uh, 
Richard Sherman, who's on the Thursday night football panel. Uh, he was clearly upset. He was also a part of that Seahawks team that lost that Super Bowl, obviously. Uh, he, you could tell he was holding back. It was quite funny to watch. Uh, I did tweet about it. If you want to see that clip, uh, just head to my Twitter at cover underscore zero pod. Um, last note for the Colts too. Uh, Matt Ryan now has seven interceptions on the season. Carson Wentz last year had seven interceptions on in the season. So Matt Ryan has now tied that total. Uh, it's going to be a long year, Colts fans, but uh, you still might make the playoffs somehow. It's a shitty division, but who knows? We'll move on. Uh, we'll go to the London game. Giants 27, Green Bay 22. No one saw this coming, definitely, but... I can say with confidence now, Brian Dable is your 2022-2023 Coach of the Year. So let's get a round of applause for uh, Coach Dable for winning that award. Uh, I've been saying it. This Giants team isn't very talented. Obviously, they do have talented players. But overall, not that talented of a roster. So great for Brian Dable. Uh, Saquon is fully back. He looks incredible. I think he's second in the league in rushing yards right now. So he's great. Uh, Daniel Jones might earn another contract with them, especially if the Giants keep winning. They might play themselves out of that top 10 pick range and out of the quarterback range. So he might come back. Uh, He's definitely an NFL quarterback. I'll say backup. I still don't believe in Daniel Jones whatsoever, but they're going to run him into the ground because if he gets hurt, uh, they don't really care. So they're going to use him how he should be used. And that's that congrats to the giants on getting a win. Uh, green Bay. We got to talk. Uh, Matt LaFleur. It's time to start using the word fraud with Matt LaFleur. When he came in, they already had some really good rosters. Um, the whole offense, it's been Rogers throwing to Devonte. uh, and now Devontae isn't there. And now Rodgers is throwing to his old best friend, Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb should not be the number one receiver for any team in the league, let alone a number two receiver. He's like a wide, re- wide receiver three at best right now on any team. And he's the number one target for this team for some reason. Uh, Matt LaFleur needs to get this offense under control. Rodgers cannot be throwing the ball 39 times a game. That's bad this team should be running the ball a shit ton Aaron Jones is that guy he has been incredible this season and they're limiting his touches I don't get it and their other running back AJ Dillon the thunder to Aaron Jones's lightning he's also looking really good and they're just not running the ball this should be a run first team and let Rodgers make those throws when they need them uh the rookies also need to get way more involved Romeo Dobbs is their best receiver right now uh, Christian Watson also just needs to be used more. Uh, Rogers, I don't get it. He should not be, it's just not the way the offense should be run with how this team is built. And I'm just thinking Matt LaFleur is getting bullied by Rogers and he's the head coach. He needs to take control of his team and Rogers just needs to get in line. Don't know how well that conversation will go, but Packers need to run the football. Cause right now this offense and this team just, what the fuck it's it's brutal uh we'll move on though to 
A blowout, uh, something, again, that also should not be happening is the Lions getting shut out in a game. Patriots 29, Lions 0. It's just embarrassing to not score any points in the NFL game. Part of that's on Dan Campbell and going for it on fourth downs. They had opportunities to kick field goals. They just chose not to. Either way, getting shut out, embarrassing. Uh, we'll talk about the Patriots, though. I was wrong about the Patriots. Uh, I thought their D was definitely going to take a step back from last year. It's still incredible. They seem to go. They seem to have an elite corner every single year. They went from Malcolm Butler to Stephon Gilmore to J.C. Jackson, and now it seems Jack Jones is their guy. Uh, Pat's D is still top 10 in the league. Uh, it's been their strong point. It always has been under Bill Belichick for the most part. Uh, on offense, Bailey Zappi, is there QB controversy in New England? There shouldn't be. I don't know what Pats fans are looking at to think that Bailey Zappi is any better than Mac Jones. If anything, they're the exact same person. I mean, they look the exact same. So, uh, yeah, Pats fans was kind of a new territory. I mean, they've had Brady for two decades, and now all of a sudden they have a rookie quarterback who hasn't shown a ton. And now Bailey Zappi, who's kind of showing the same thing. They're immediately ready to jump ship for Mac Jones, which it's ridiculous. But that's what happens when you win for 20 years. You don't know how to act when your team is all of a sudden mid. But it is what it is. Uh, the other thing that happened in this game for the Pats offense, uh, Dame Harris got hurt and Ramondre Stevenson is now looking to be that lead running back for them. I said it going into the year. This seems to happen every year with the running backs for one guy is the lead running back last year. And then the next season, someone else new comes in and takes over. Uh, Stevenson looking, looking like he's just going to take that job now with no competition from Harris. So that sucks, but Stevenson, he looks just as good as Harris, if not better. Uh, Lions can't score zero points. That's it's embarrassing. Uh, Dan Campbell, the message might be starting to wear a little thin. I don't know how many times he can go up there and be, it was my fault. I wasn't good enough today. Uh, I'm just as upset as all the guys in the locker room because when you lose, I don't know, he's probably had to say that speech 15 times now. Uh, something's got to change. If it's the coaching, if you blame yourself every single game, then something, something's got to happen. Uh this defense does fucking suck. They're very, very, very bad. Uh, 2023, as I've been saying it, that's the year for the Lions. They'll draft a defense. They'll uh, they'll buy a defense in free agency, and they should be better. But right now, it's not looking good. Uh, they were without DeAndre Swift again this week, and Monroe only played 30% of snaps. So the offense should – the offense is better than this, but – this is kind of what happens when you don't have your weapons and Jared Goff is your quarterback who Bill Belichick has owned in previous matchups. So yeah, we'll move on uh, to another shit kicking of a game. Buffalo 38 Pittsburgh three. Josh Allen is the MVP as of right now. He's definitely the clear lead right now. Uh, God, he had 348 yards in the first half. Four touchdowns, 31 points in the first half for the Bills. They killed it, foot totally off the pedal in the second half. They only scored eight points. Case Keenum came into the game to play some relief. 
the Bills are really good. They're only going to be getting better as they get more healthy throughout the season, too. Uh, don't need to talk about them much more. Pittsburgh, I said it last week. I was wrong about you guys. I thought you were going to be better, and you're probably going to be picking in the top 10 now. It looks bad. Stuff needs to happen. People need to get fired. Uh, I think the person to get fired is Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator, because, uh, yeah, I don't know. Najee Harris, Deontay Johnson, uh, George Pickens, Chase Claypool, Pat Fryermuth, who did have a concussion. Again, offense has too many talented people to look this bad. Um, but yeah, the Pittsburgh, the Steelers, they suck right now. TJ Watt also not being there is a huge loss. The defense looks completely different without him. But uh, last time the Steelers picked in the top 10 was in 2019 at 10. Uh, that stat's not very fun, though. So last time they picked inside the top 10, so not including top 10, was 2000. Then uh, they picked Plaxico Burris, eighth overall. Uh so yeah, this is kind of uncharted territory for the Steelers, but uh, the last time they picked in the top five uh, but yeah, it's uncharted territory for them right now. Uh, it's looking like they're going to be picking in that top 10, but we shall see. They're not looking good. Uh, we'll move on. Uh, this game sucked. Uh, Miami 17, Jets 40. This game hurt. This game hurt a lot. Um, we'll start with the Jets, though. Uh, the Jets rookie class looks awesome. Sauce Gardner got a pick. Uh, he also contributed on that safety. Um, he's looked amazing. I loved him coming out of the draft. Uh, sucks he's a Jet, but he's looked good. Garrett Wilson has looked good, uh, the wide receiver from Ohio State. And then Brees Hall had a breakout game. Uh, he looks great. He's taking over from Michael Carter. Michael Carter's still involved, but he's now clearly the 1B running back, and Hall has taken over. Other than that, Zach Wilson, he just continues to unimpress me. If the Jets did have a better quarterback, I think they'd be a playoff team, but Zach Wilson is Zach Wilson. There's not much you can do about it. Uh, he had a rushing touchdown. That's that's it. He also fumbled that ball almost, so... Uh, yeah, uh, the Jets, three wins. Congrats. Uh, you beat Jacoby Brissett, a uh, combo of Trubisky and Pickett, and Skylar Thompson. So, uh, yeah, that's something to hang your hats on, hang your hats on Jets fans. So, uh, congrats. Uh, the Dolphins, it just wasn't our game. To start the game, there was a safety, and then they kept punting us into like bad field position and then penalties on our defense that kept the Jets drives alive and they were able to score points off that. But uh, yeah, I mentioned Skylar Thompson, our seventh round rookie quarterback how to, had to play because of brutal new rule and concussion protocol. So Teddy got hit and an independent spotter saw him 
stumble as he was getting up. Um, I saw a video of Teddy after uh, after that hit showing him getting up. There was no stumble. I don't know what he was watching, but because this indep- independent spotter saw Teddy stumble, even though he didn't, he was ruled out for the game, even though he passed concussion protocol. Uh, so that's the new NFL. Some random guy who no one knows who's going to say, oh, that guy stumbled a little bit and he's going to be held out for the rest of the game. Teams are just going to adjust quarterbacks or if you're down on the field, just stay down or an offensive line is going to pick you up and just kind of hold you to make sure you're good for a little bit. They'll find ways to work around the rule. It just sucks. It has to happen to Miami. Uh, but yeah, so we're out Teddy the entire game. So our seventh round rookie quarterback, Skylar Thompson had to come in and he looked every part, the seventh round rookie quarterback uh, in the preseason, people were clamoring for, why do we have Teddy? Why are we paying Teddy $6.5 million a year? Skylar Thompson's clearly better. Look what he's doing in the preseason. People, some people were even saying that Skylar Thompson should gun for Tua's job. Uh, fucking ridiculous. Um, Skylar Thompson looked so great in the preseason for a reason. He was playing against the guys who most aren't even in the NFL anymore. Not to take away from Skylar. Uh, it's a tough thing coming into a game you're not expected to play for or to play in at all with no reps with the uh, with the starting uh, offense. So I will give him a break, but goddamn, do we need Tua? People people said, oh, anyone can run this offense. We're just throwing a Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. It's so easy. It's been proven every time Tua has to leave a game for us, whoever comes in. It's not even close to looking the same. Even last year when the offense was completely terrible, Tua made it look serviceable. And then when Teddy would come in, it would look, or not Teddy last year, uh, when Jacoby Brissett would come in, it would look terrible. Uh, Our defense also needs to get healthy too. X is playing banged up. Byron Jones is playing banged up. And God, do we need them against Justin Jefferson next week? Because I have to see Noah Ignogamy cover him one-on-one. I'm going to lose my goddamn mind, and that's not going to be a fun game to watch if you're a Dolphins fan. Uh, we'll move on. Uh, next game up, Falcons 15, Tampa Bay 21. This was not an impressive game uh, if you're Tampa. They scored 21 points against this Falcons defense, who isn't very good. Uh, the defense did its part. It shut them out for most of the game. Uh, the Falcons rallied late. Uh, to get 15 and they had a chance to win the game if it wasn't for another brutal brutal roughing the passer penalty uh i guess i'll just talk about that now grady jarrett threw tom brady to the ground and it was a roughing the passer penalty now it's like oh he threw him to the ground no it wasn't it wasn't a violent toss it wasn't he whipped him around it was he he threw him on the ground he sacked him the bucks were gonna punt and the falcons were gonna have a chance to go down the field score a touchdown to potentially win the game Uh, And it never happened because Tom Brady gets all of those calls. And apparently a lot of the quarterbacks are going to start to now. Um, But yeah, credit to the Falcons, no pits, no Cordero Patterson. They still perform. They were still in this game with the bucks to the very end. Uh, And against a good bucks defense, not having your two best offensive skill players, essentially. Uh, I've been saying it all year. Falcons are frisky. The Falcons are better than people think. Arthur Smith is a good coach. Uh, so good job, Falcons. But the Bucks still ended up with the win, and wins are all that matter at the end of the day. 
Uh, next game up, we have a shootout. Seahawks see themselves in back-to-back shootouts. Uh, Seattle 32, Saints 39. Uh, this was the Taysom Hill game. He had three rushing touchdowns, one passing touchdowns. I don't know where Taysom Hill comes from sometimes. He just does this. He has crazy games, and he needs to be involved in the offense more probably, especially once Winston comes back because he is a game breaker, essentially. It's weird to say when talking about the Saints. Uh, Other than that, Alvin Kamara looked really good. Coming back, had a couple uh, long yak plays for them. Uh, Seattle, I don't even know with them. Geno Smith, uh, top five quarterback currently, top five MVP candidate probably. And they're killing the Broncos in this Russell Wilson trade. Um, It looks like they could have another top 10 pick because I still think the Seahawks are going to pick top 10. The Broncos are looking like a bottom 10, 10 team right now. So this looks like a lopsided trade for the Seahawks. Um, Rashad Penny, he broke his leg. He's out for the foreseeable future. So it's now Kenneth Walker season for them. Their rookie running back. He's looked good in his moments so far. So hopefully he can take over and they won't lose a beat rushing the football. Sucks for Penny. He was having a good year, especially after coming off that end of the last season. And he's had an up and down career so far. So that sucks. Uh, the reason the Seahawks lost this game is they lost the turnover battle and you lose the turnover battle, especially in close games like this. This is what happens, but uh, we'll move on to the worst game of the Sunday slate. Uh, Houston 13, Jacksonville 6. Not much to say, really. Uh, Damian Pierce looks like he could be the offensive rookie of the year. He's looked great in back-to-back weeks. He's been their bell cow running back. He had 17 missed tackles against the Jags, um, which is the most by... A running back since PFF started tracking the stat. So I don't know how far back that goes to, but 17 missed tackles is a shit ton. He had a Marshawn Lynch beast quake type of run. Also, I'll say the Derrick Henry run against the Jags too, uh, a few years ago where no one wanted to tackle. He just kept breaking tackles and kept going. Unfortunately, he got stopped just short of a touchdown, but he looks great. The other Houston rookies also look really good uh, other than him. Derek Stingley had his first interception of the season. He's looked great so far. Uh, Jalen Petrie also, uh, their safety. Uh, he's had his moments. Again, rookie season, he's had his up and down moments, but for the most part, they're, they've been up moments, and that's what you want. So uh, good job for the Texans on drafting well. Uh, God, I forget who their GM is right now. He was the guy who was with the Pats, but he seems to be knowing what he's doing instead of listening to the preacher who's the uh, head of football operations or whatever the hell he is now. But uh, I guess good for the Texans. Uh, The Jags. The Jags are still the Jags. I don't know what we were all thinking. Uh, They still have a long way to go before they're in that playoff contention. They could still win the division. That's how bad this division is. But uh, the Jags are still the Jags. Trevor Lawrence uh, is continuing to have his growing pains. Uh, He looked really good two weeks ago. I said that generational prospect is here. He has not looked like that since. Uh, That's all I really got to say about this game. Fucking terrible game. And moving on to another terrible game. 
Tennessee 21, Washington 17. Uh, this was a game that happened at Sunday at one o'clock. Yeah. Um, the Titans are just kind of abusing Derrick Henry at this point. That's all they can do. That's all their offense is, is just give him the ball and hope that he does Derrick Henry things. And he still is. He, he had a hundred yards rushing this uh, year or not this year, this game. Uh, he only averaged like 3.8 yards per carry because they are just running the shit out of him. So uh, that needs to get figured out. The defense is still good. They've looked solid all year. Uh, other thing about them, they scored, they doubled their second half scoring uh, output on the season. Uh, they now have 14 points scored in the second half so far this season. Um, and I think they have zero points scored in the fourth quarter. So that's something that needs to really get figured out if you're the Titans. Uh, Washington, on the other hand, not much to really say. Uh, Brian Robinson played in his first game since being shot twice in the leg uh, in the preseason or in the off season, I should say crazy that he's back this soon. Great to see him out there. Uh, nothing but the best for him going forward. Uh, Ron Rivera was quoted at the end of this game. Uh, a reporter asked what's the difference between this team and the other three teams in the NFC East right now. Cause NFC East is the best division in football. I mean, Eagles 5-0, Giants 4-1, Cowboys 4-1, and then there's the fucking Commanders all the way at the bottom. But uh, Ron Rivera was not hesitant to say that quarterback is the difference. Carson Wentz, I don't like Carson Wentz. I never will. Uh, Carson Wentz was not the reason the Commanders lost this game. Yeah, he had an interception that on that very last series, but it's, it's Carson Wentz. You got to expect those things, but... Ron Rivera also needs to do a better job. Uh, he is definitely the number one. Uh, he's number one on the hot seat for coaches being fired. Uh, next. Uh, the Vikings almost blew this game at the end. Uh, the Bears hung around. They did their thing, which I don't even know what the Bears thing is at this point, but they did it. Uh, Kirk started the game 18 for 18, which is nuts. Uh, the offense was absolutely cooking. Dalvin Cook looked fantastic. Justin Jefferson, again, he's top three wide receiver in football. He looks amazing, but... The offense was good. Uh, that's all you can really say. They did let the Bears. A win's a win at the end of the day, so nothing really matters. But uh, the Bears, it's the best that they've looked so far this season. Uh, not a complete disaster through them. Justin Fields looked good. He had 15 completions, which is a nuts game for him. It's about average for every other quarterback in the league. But he ran the ball well. The Bears ran the ball well. Uh, again, not a complete disaster for the Bears, and that's all you should be hoping for if you're a Bears fan right now. So uh, good for them for hanging in this game. Uh, we'll move on. Uh, Chargers 30, Browns 28. Brandon Staley, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Um, you got to figure some shit out because 
he was super conservative to start this year. And then he was insanely aggressive and almost lost his team in the game again. Uh, he's got to figure some shit out. That defense on the Chargers is atrocious right now. Staley is supposed to be a defensive guy. I never liked the hire. He came over from the Rams, who when, you, when you're coaching Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, who are the two best players at their position, uh, not that hard to probably put together a pretty successful defense. Uh, and it's not like this Chargers defense doesn't have talent. They have talent. They're just not being utilized correctly. I don't know. Brandon Staley, he's a huge question mark right now. Uh, I saw a tweet where, oh, if the Chargers hired Brian Dable instead, what that Chargers team would be looking like. And I think that Chargers team might be the best in the NFL if they hired Brian Dable, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Austin Eckler had an absolutely incredible game, 20 touches, 199 yards, two touchdowns. He's the reason why the Chargers won. Uh, Justin Herbert had a nice game. That's about it. He played fine. Uh, yeah. Cleveland, on the other hand, Nick Chubb, the best running back in football. He's leading the league right now. He's the only reason why this Browns offense looks good. Um, he's fantastic. Uh, Cleveland defense, so bad. So, 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 so bad. Um, and again, it's not for lack of talent. Miles Garrett, Jadavian Clowney, Denzel Ward, uh, Jeremiah Owosu-Koromoa, Greg Newsom. They have players. They have talent. What the fuck? Uh, it needs to get better. They need to figure it out. Uh, Jacoby Brissett has looked actually pretty good. Uh, it makes sense since Miami was a complete disaster with no offensive coaching or systems in place last year. So it makes sense that he looks serviceable anyways uh his three interceptions on the season though uh have all come within the final two minutes and 50 seconds of the game uh that can't happen but that's what happens when Jacoby Brissett is your quarterback unfortunately uh we'll move over to the afternoon games and we'll start with the Niners game Niners 37 Carolina 15 the Niners defense is the best in the league right now um they look absolutely incredible. They they haven't let their opponents score more than 20 points in a game at all this season. So uh, that's that's incredible. I think the best defense in the league right now. Um, other than that, Jeff Wilson absolutely carried them. He had 120 yards on the ground. He averaged 7.1 yards per carry, which is like college numbers, which that's nuts. Uh, and I'd say that Jimmy was Jimmy. He had a game. He completed 60% of his passes. He had two touchdowns. He had 250 yards. He managed the game. He did what he did. They didn't ask too much of him. He did his part. Uh, Carolina, Matt Rule is finally gone. Uh, he does have the last laugh, though, because he is uh, owed $40 million. Uh, that's included in his buyout. So I guess he really does have the last laugh. But... Uh, yeah, Carolina now has interim coach Steve Wilkes, who last coached the Cardinals before Cliff Kingsbury. I think he only coached one year there, and then that was the Josh Rosen year, and then they picked number one overall, and then the GM was like, oh, no, we're just going to fire you and hire Cliff Kingsbury, who's a losing college coach, because that makes sense, and that move really hasn't made sense since, but neither here nor there. Uh, hopefully, 
he gets a little bit of redemption. Uh, again, this Panthers defense is much too talented to be this bad. Same with the players they have on offense. Hopefully something gets sorted. Uh, Baker's going to be out the next two weeks at least um, with an injury. Sam Darnold isn't ready to play yet. So it looks like PJ Walker is going to be starting for them this week, which I kind of like. I do like PJ Walker. So hopefully he gives them a spark on offense, but we'll move on to a game that uh, this was the one I was excited for going into the week. Cowboys 22 Rams 10 Cowboys are contenders. Um, that defense is legit. I have the Niners at one. The Cowboys are firmly at two. That offense or that defense is elite. That has been carrying the Cowboys this season. And once Dak gets back, this offense should be good, good to go. Zeke and Pollard uh, in the running game have been good. CD Lamb has been awesome. Uh, Michael Gallup. He's just getting back now. He's looked good in his first two games. He's been playing some limited snaps. And uh, uh, Dalton Schultz, they got Noah Brown, who's come on, uh, who's come on this season, and he's looked good. So my question was always with the offensive line, and rookie Tyler Smith has really stepped up his game. Uh, I've been really impressed by him. Uh, I'm hoping... Yeah, Tyler Smith is, he's had his up and down moments as, again, as any rookie does, but he's really solidified that, uh, that left tackle spot now. And once that comes back, the Cowboys are good. The Cowboys are good. I was completely wrong about them. Team that I was completely right about though, the LA Rams. I was told that the offensive line wasn't going to be a problem. Eh, I was right. Um, that offensive line is a huge liability. It's one of the worst in the NFL right now. Um, and they have no run game. And it's partly partly because the offensive line does stink. Uh, Cam Akers also doesn't look like he's fully recovered from that Achilles injury either. It doesn't look like he has any burst right now. Daryl Henderson just doesn't do it. Cooper Cup is really the only one who can do anything on the field on offense. Uh, he's still putting up historic crazy numbers. And he's literally the only guy on the field. So credit to him. Uh, it's weird seeing the Rams offense look this bad. Uh, I don't think we've seen it look this bad uh, under Sean McVay. But again, lots of time left in, left in the season. They have time to turn it around right now, though. Oof, it is not looking good. Uh, last game of the afternoon slate. Eagles 20, Cardinals 17. Uh, was a messy win for the Eagles, but it was a win. Hertz does it all again for them. Uh, he's again still top three in the MVP race, no doubt. Um, he had two rushing touchdowns for them. He led them in rushing yards and carries, which again is a little like worrisome. But as long as he stays healthy, it's fine. Uh, Eagles defense played great again, like they always do. So the Eagles were the Eagles this game. They did, they did what they needed. They're 5-0 and now. Uh, Cardinals. Cliff Kingsbury stinks. I think he's a bad coach. Uh, I'm going to say this every week until he's gone, but uh, I don't like Cliff Kingsbury, and I think Steve Kime is equally dumb. Uh, they put the Cardinals in bad spots constantly, and it's being shown now. Uh, to end the game, Kyler slid before the first down line, which made them spike the ball and then have to kick 
the field goal for the tie instead of continuing to make it like a shorter field goal. Um, and then they missed that kick because again, their kicker is Matt Prater is also hurt. So they had a backup in, uh, I don't know how it's hard, so hard to find a backup kicker. There's only 32 starting NFL kickers in the league. And I feel like there's only like 15, like good ones. You'd think you'd be able to find more, uh, obviously not, but crazy just how, how big of a difference a kicker does make. Um, and that was the difference in this game. Hopefully for the Cardinals anyways, when Hopkins comes back, uh, he gives them a jolt on offense because uh, Hollywood Brown has been really good for them so far. So hopefully that duo kind of takes over and the Cardinals start looking good. I think it's a little too late for them, but we'll see. Uh, last game up Sunday night football, Bengals 17, Ravens 19. Uh, Justin Tucker, game-winning field goal. He's the greatest kicker in the league. He's the greatest kicker of all time, in my opinion. Uh, he's just incredible. Other than that, the Ravens just looked like okay. I mean, they only scored 19 points. Uh, yeah, really not too much to say. It was a low-scoring game. Uh, J.K. Dobbins went on Twitter after the game and was liking some tweets that were saying he should be used more. Um, he's not wrong. He had like eight rushes and averaged five, averaged over five yards a carry. So it's warranted. Uh, I think they're trying to ease him in to, because uh, he is coming back from a brutal knee injury last year. So I think they're still trying to ease him back in a little, but uh, Ravens did their job. Ravens got the win. Uh, Cincinnati. How about coaches on the hot seat, Zach Taylor. Um, going into the year, I was, this offense is going to roll. They'll be fine. Uh, it's the defense that I'm worried about. Um, nope. It's the offense that we all needed to be worrying about. Apparently, apparently when you have Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, uh, T Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and Hayden Hurst, that's not good enough. You need more. Um, and people are going to say, oh, well, the offensive line is awful. This offensive line is better than it was last year. I don't care what the numbers say. This is a better unit than it was last year. Um, again, it's still bad right now, but the Bengals just need to be better. This offense needs to be better. This offense should not be the reason why they're losing games. And right now it is. Uh, yeah, Zach Taylor started his, his fourth season as coach right now. His first two seasons, he was terrible. They went on a Cinderella run last year. And right now we're back to being, what the fuck is Zach Taylor doing? I don't know if the Magic's worn off, but his name needs to start being thrown out there for guys who need to figure out what the hell they're doing. Um, that does it for the recap. I guess we'll move right along to the that I have. So how we're going to do this, we'll, so I have five tiers. So I'm, I only had four for my initial list and I changed up the names of the tiers. So my initial list, it was Super Bowl champ, contenders, playoff teams, outside looking in, and then back. I now have five tiers and it is Super Bowl champ, Super Bowl contenders, better than most, mid, frisky, and bad. So I'll start with the bad teams since we 
probably know most of them. Um, we'll start with the Panthers. The Panthers are a bad team. Um, again, it could get better. I can see them playing up to the frisky range anyways, but right now they're the worst team in football. Um, not much more to say about that. Uh, next team in the bad category. Um, it's the bears. Not surprising. Uh, they still have, I mean, I still think that they have the worst roster in football. Uh, again, they've been getting their wins, but so have a lot of other NFL teams. They have not been impressive. Justin Fields has, I mean, he's barely thrown the football. So who knows with them? They're bad though. Uh, next team in the bad, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, yeah, I talked about them. They, again, they're a team that might be able to jump up to the mid category. That's where I kind of had them at the start of the season. Um, but yeah, a lot needs to change. TJ Watt needs to come back for that defense to look any type of good again, but Steelers right now firmly in the bad team category. Uh, next team up the Houston Texans who again, I don't really have to say much more. The Texans are bad. They've just been bad. Um, and I'll just keep going because the Jags who they just played might be worse. I think they have a better roster overall, but, and they're probably better coached, but the Jags aren't fooling anyone. The Jags might move up to frisky, but right now I, those last two weeks only putting six up against the Texans, like, come on. Um, and the last team I have in the bad category, the Washington Commanders. Um, yeah, again, a team that is more talented on paper, but whenever they play, oh my God, I don't know what they're doing. I think their coaching is terrible. Again, a lot needs to change with that organization. I think the Commanders could go up to mid if things change. They could definitely make it the frisky, but right now they are firmly in my bad category. Uh, we'll move up to the frisky category. I got six teams in this category. Uh, we'll start with the Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals right now, they can easily move up to the mid category, especially once Hopkins comes back. But right now they're not impressive. The offense looks anemic. The defense looks bad. They got things to figure out. Um, and again, I, I, I say it every week. I hate Cliff Kingsbury. He's a bad coach. He should have never been hired. And I think their GM is equally an idiot. So they got some things to figure out before they can become an actual good team again. Uh, other team, the one that I've been preaching on all year so far, the Atlanta Falcons. They are a frisky football team. They play teams close. They cover the spread in every game so far this season. I've liked the Falcons. I'm happy to have the Falcons and frisky. Could they move up to mid potentially, but... Who knows? Uh, next up is the Lions. I have the Lions still in Frisky. They were averaging 35 points a game before this week. I knew the defense was bad, but the Lions are going to play teams hard. This was the first week that they haven't played a team hard in a while. I think they're going to be really pissed off next week. I don't know who they're playing, but uh, they better watch out. I, I like the Lions in Frisky, so uh, that's where they're going to be. Could they be a bad team? Sure. Um, next up, oh yeah, the Lions have a bye, so they're not even playing anyone next week, so they're going to be extra pissed off when they come back in two weeks. 
Uh, next up in the Frisky, I have the Raiders right now. The Raiders are one and four. I'm putting them in Frisky for right now. They could easily be in the mid tier, but just because of the record, just because of the performances they have had and their miscues that they have had, I'm going to put them here. Again, it's a talented team. They need to do better, but right now they're in the Frisky category. Uh, next up, the New York Jets. I've been saying it all year. I like this Jets roster. They have good people. They'll play teams hard. I just think Zach Wilson sucks. Zach Wilson is holding this team back a lot. Uh, they will get their wins. They do have three wins already on the year, but uh, they're frisky. That's all you can say. And with them, the Seattle Seahawks, uh, again, a team that has talented players on offense. Was all, can Geno Smith do enough? He's been doing more than enough right now their defense still sucks uh but again they've been playing teams close so far they've been fun to watch so seahawks they're frisky moving up to the mid tier uh i'm gonna start with the bengals uh again the bengals could still easily make the playoffs um especially given the current state of the league where it seems like there's Again, there's like three really elite teams and everyone else is just kind of in the middle. Uh, But their offense needs to really be figured out. I think they'll be able to get it going. They can't not with all the talent that they have. But right now, I'm happy to put the Bengals in mid. Uh, Right next to them, I have the Cleveland Browns. Uh, the The Browns, I can move to Frisky. I'll put them in mid right now. They've been playing teams close. Their defense needs to really figure stuff out, but... Ah, uh, and I, fuck, I, I hate to say it, but once Watson comes back, if they're a close to 500 team, they could make a late playoff push. I think the defense will, will sort itself out at some point, but right now I'll put the Browns in mid, uh, next to them, the Broncos, the Broncos who I had as a Super Bowl contender to start the year. Uh, they've done nothing to prove me right and everything to prove me wrong they've looked bad i could easily move them down to the frisky tier because honestly they haven't even looked frisky they've just looked bad for the most part but i still believe they can get it right the roster is good i'll put them in mid for now i will be updating this i think the next update i'll have is probably halfway through the season so we'll see what what adjustments get made uh Next team, the Saints, another team that I thought was a playoff team. Uh, They've been super hit or miss right now. They've looked great in some spots, looked horrible in some spots. Uh, They're not really healthy right now, but they can still still make the playoffs. They need to figure things out, but right now the Saints are mid. Next team, uh, the most surprising team of the year so far, the 4-1 New York Giants. Again, I only have them in mid right now because I still I believe in the head coach. I do not believe in this football team. But, hey, if I could have told a Giants fan that they would be in the same tier as the Bengals, Broncos, Saints, and Rams. Oh, I kind of spoiled that one. Uh, yeah, the Rams are in mid. No shock. But, uh, yeah, if I could have said that at the start of the year, they would have been happy with it. So, uh, kudos to them. They might stay in mid the entire year, but uh, yeah. Uh, next to them, we have the Tennessee Titans. Uh, 
not much to say about the Titans. I haven't been high on the Titans at all this year. They've proved me right. They're not a good team. It's just the AFC South is just bad. So someone's going to have to win in that division, but they are mid as mid comes right now. And speaking of another mid team, the Indianapolis Colts, it's, I thought they'd be better. I definitely thought they'd be way better than what they're doing right now. Matt Ryan is a statue. He's bad. Uh, But yeah, this is a mid football team could still win the division, but mid. Um, next up the Patriots Patriots offense is mid. It is, it is what it is. I've been saying it all year. They, they're not special. It, it is what it is. The defense has looked good. I'll give them their props, but I don't think that they're really scaring anyone. If we're being completely honest, some Pats fans will tell you that, uh, that they're still going to make the playoffs easily, but I doubt that. Well, with that being said, they got two wins on the season. Uh, congrats on beating Mitch Trubisky and Jared Goff. So way to go, Pats. Uh, my last team in the my mid, I've already said it, but the LA Rams. I'm not going to sit and talk about the Rams much. I've said it. I've said it in the episode. I said it in last week's episode. I've said it in all the episodes so far. The Rams are not good. The Rams are not contenders. This is where they are. They got to figure shit out. Yeah. Um, moving up the tiers to my better than most category. Uh, I have the Packers right there to start. I still like the Packers. I still believe in the Packers. Matt LaFleur, again, I said it, needs to grow some balls, get a hold of this offense, figure it out. Um, yeah. But again, I still like the Packers. They are they're better than most. Um, next to them, the Chargers. Again, another team needs to figure it out. Uh, coaching needs to figure it out. Too talent, too talented of a team to not contend. Uh, but right now, I don't see it because the coaching has been bad. So right now, they're in that better than most and not the contender tier. Um, next to them, I'm probably going to get some flack on this, but I do have the Dolphins in the better than most. We've been banged up. We're without our quarterback. Um, I look at all the teams in the mid category. I think this Dolphins roster is better than all of those teams. So yeah, I put them here. I think we're going to get healthy. I think thinks we're still going to make the playoffs. So uh, yeah, fuck everyone who disagrees with that one. Go Dolphins. Fins up. Uh, last team in my better than most tier, I have the Vikings. Uh, they're currently leading their division. That offense has looked good. The defense has looked solid. Uh, they're not contenders. Uh, again, when you have Kirk Cousins as your quarterback at the end of the day, I don't know how real of a team you can really be, but they're definitely better than most. We can all say that. Uh, moving up to my contending teams. Uh, we'll start with the Ravens. I think Lamar has a good chance to win MVP this year. Uh, that offense, when it clicks, it's unstoppable. Uh, Mark Andrews is still great. That defense, uh, hopefully finally healthy and their corners are like finally a hundred percent because their defense is still like solid, but the Ravens, I think that they're contenders still, uh, next to them, a team I definitely did not have here. I think before the season, they were probably in my mid tier. Um, 
is the Dallas Cowboys. So I already said it. I like the Cowboys a lot now. Their defense is really good. Dak, when he comes back, that offense should jump up another level. So the Cowboys are contenders. Next to them, the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are the third best team in the league right now. Uh, that offense still looks very good. Pat Mahomes is still the best quarterback in football. Uh, the defense has its question marks, but when you have Pat Mahomes in the game, no lead is safe. So uh, Chiefs, definitely contenders, will be until Pat Mahomes leaves there, which he probably never will. So uh, next team in the contenders, the Philadelphia Eagles, the last undefeated team. So I said before the year, the Eagles were one of those teams, same with the Dolphins, where it all hinges on the quarterback position because the roster is there. Uh, Jalen Hurts has looked at, looked every part of, an MVP type of player this year. He's leading that offense and the defense has also looked spectacular. They're five and zero for a reason. They're definitely contenders right now. Uh, next, the San Francisco 49ers. So the 49ers were my NFC champion pick. That was with Trey Lance. They now have Jimmy G. Their defense looks incredible. The offense is still going to be fine with Jimmy G, obviously. I mean, we've seen it the last few years, but... The Niners are contenders. I mean, they made it to the NFC Championship game last few years or yeah, two of the last three years. They look good. That defense is incredible right now. Uh, they're definitely contenders. Last team in my contenders, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They've looked rough. They've had their moments. Their offense needs to get sorted a little bit, but it's Tom Brady at the end of the day. That defense has looked great. Um, They'll get it sorted. I'm not, I'm never going to count Tom Brady out of any Super Bowl. So the Bucs are still firmly contenders in my mind. And last up, my Super Bowl champion. No shock. It's still the Bills. They're the best team in football. Uh, they're banged up on defense. They're only going to get healthier. That offense looks absolutely incredible. Uh, they might be rumored to get Christian McCaffrey if the Panthers start a fire sale. But uh, yeah. That that's the tier list all posted on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, yeah, that'll do it. Well, that'll do it for another episode of the Carver Zero podcast. This was a battle of a podcast for me. Oh my God. Uh, you guys are lucky. You only have to hear it once through. I had to record three separate times because the file just wasn't saving each time. So yeah, I had to talk about that Dolphins game uh, three times. That sucked. Um, yeah, it was... Uh, I was happy to do it by myself this week, though. It was nice to just kind of have my own thoughts, my own flow. But uh, yeah, last week was crazy busy for me. I know I didn't post any clips or uh, clips on Twitter or Instagram. It was mainly be because it was my birthday. On Friday last week, I turned 25, quarter of a century, woohoo. Uh, it was also a uh, real Thanksgiving, Canadian Thanksgiving. Um, so yeah, it, it was a busy week. So uh, happy I'm finally getting this done because I've been recording since technically 4.30. It is now 7.30. I can't wait to be done. So I'm just going to get out of here. 
looking forward to the games this weekend as always bye weeks are starting be aware for fantasy lineups if you have guys on buys but as always like share subscribe retweet favorite all that fun stuff and until next time peace